Hi, I'm Lynn, and I'm your host of the Living Large in a Small House podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy this new episode. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back to another episode of the Living Large podcast. Today, we're going to talk about gardening. A few weeks ago, I wrote a blog post about my plans for my garden this year, And at that time, I shared that I don't start my plants from seed because I really don't have the space in my house to do plants from seed. You need racks with lights, and I really didn't want anything like that in my living room or dining room area. Well, that's kind of changed. In my new office that got a complete makeover during the one-room challenge this past fall, We created quite a bit of additional square footage when we took out a large built-in desk. And during that challenge, I had a Christmas tree in that part of the open space. And then when that came down, I had a chair with an end table next to it in the spot. And recently, I took that chair out to create a new little fireplace vignette in our living room for my virtual book club post. And I realized that I had a great space for a rack and grow light to start my plants for my garden. I was just sitting in here, this is my office, and kind of staring at that space and thought, oh my gosh, this will be a perfect spot for this. It's out of the way. It is the perfect size for what I was thinking of. And I talked to Handy and he's like, yeah, sure, I think that that would be a great idea. So it took me no time at all to find a rack and lights from Amazon. I think they took a couple of days to get here. And then Handy put it all together for me. And once the rack was up, I measured it for trays. And then I ordered those. I still haven't gotten them. I think they are coming either today or tomorrow. But soon I'll be completely set up for starting my seeds. Um, I had already bought some seeds from, from Florette. But most of those could have been sown right into the ground. That's the reason why I had purchased them. But now I'm going to be able to start them in the house, which will give me kind of a jump on these flowers in the spring. And then I have never really bought seeds for vegetables because, like I said, I I don't start my um, plants from seed. So I didn't really know exactly where to go but I had heard of other people who do vegetable garden talk about Johnny's seeds so I headed over to their site and started looking through all the seeds that are available for the vegetables that I love in my garden well um a couple 20-30 minutes later I had my cart filled And um, it really excited because my garden plans are changing up quite a bit this year. Since I've been battling tomato blight for many years, we were planning on giving our actual vegetable garden a break from tomatoes this year, which means I'll have much more space for more vegetables. I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to put the tomatoes and I'm not going to do nearly as many tomato plants as we typically do. I'm thinking maybe I can stick them in my herb garden. And consequently, I only bought two different varieties of seeds for tomatoes. And um, I think that'll be perfect. One is like a tomato for canning and preserving, which I love to do. 
and make sauce. And the other one is more like a slicing tomato, which will be lovely with BLTs this summer. And because we aren't going to put the tomatoes in the vegetable garden, I'm going to experiment with some new vegetables. Now, I always plant carrots, but now I'm going to have room for even more. So I chose a variety that stores really well. And I'm also going to try my hand at several lettuce varieties. I got seeds for radishes, cabbage, and broccoli. And I also got some for a zucchini plant. However, I will only probably plant three or four seeds. And whichever one is the healthiest is the one I will use. Because zucchini plants, if you've ever planted them, if you know anything about a zucchini plant, they get huge. And one plant is plenty to provide you with zucchinis for the summer, give them to your neighbors, and some of them in our house actually get thrown over the vegetable garden fence into the chicken coop for the chickens to munch on. Um, I also wanted to share with you that I grow my zucchinis vertically in a tomato cage, and that's something that I just tried I think two years ago I started doing it. I'd seen it, I think, on Pinterest, and I thought, what a great idea because these plants do get so huge. The leaves are ginormous. It's really hard to see a zucchini plant when it's all laid out on the ground. Well, with the cage method, you actually can spot the fruit much easier, and so you can grab them when they're at their peak size for using them instead of these giant zucchinis that you um, can only really use for like zucchini bread and I'm not a baker so they one either go to the chickens or go to our neighbors who will use them but the whole concept of the zucchini growing vertically is a, something I've written in a blog post so I'm going to share that link to that post in the show notes um, in case you're interested, because I think it's a real, it's actually a game changer if you're a gardener and you enjoy having a zucchini plant. This year, I'm also going to try some green onions. I always do regular onions, but I've never tried green onions and we love them. So I'm going to give that a try. I'm also going to try snow peas. I've never grown them before. I've tried regular peas and our family isn't big fans of them. So I thought, well, snow peas will be awesome because I love snow peas in my salad and I think they'll freeze really well for stir fries. I'm also going to try beets. I always do cucumbers, so I will be doing that again. And um, some jalapeno peppers. We always like jalapeno peppers with our salsas and our pico de gallo when we do tacos or fajitas. Another thing that I'm doing is planting a cutting garden in one of my raised beds in the vegetable garden. I started it last year and I loved the concept, but I really didn't make some great choices for flowers. So I'm going to switch that up a bit this year. This past year I planted dahlias, I planted clomy, and I planted some snapdragons. And I will plant more dahlias, love them. And I will do snapdragons too, but I will do the proper variety that I need for cutting because I planted ones that grew really short, you know, were very compact. And you really need ones that are more like a rocket variety that shoot up so you can cut them to put them in flower arrangements. 
And then the Clomy, it just took up way too much space. And the flower heads are huge. And so I think I'm going to plant them, but I'm going to put them out in my regular garden. And if they grow, they grow. But I don't want them taking up space in my cutting garden area. I think I'm going to try poppies this year in that space. And um, this space is definitely a work in progress. I don't know how the poppies are going to do. And I think it's going to take me a while to figure out what works best here. But having flowers that I can cut to bring in the house without stripping them from my other gardens is such a joy for me. I really love the concept and I appreciate having it. So it's something that um, I'm, I'm excited to keep trying to figure out how to make that all work. I, I kind of feel like someday I will have nothing but flowers in the vegetable garden and buy the vegetables that we need um, from the farmer's market. But anyway, we've been having some really unusually warm days here in the Chicagoland area in February. It's been like in the 40s and the 50s, which is really crazy for us. And these warm days just have me longing to get my hands in the ground. But I'm a realist, and I know that we could have a lot of snow and extremely cold days um, before this winter is all over. And I have a lot of work to do. And look, when I look out the windows, I, I can see everything that needs to be done, and I'm just kind of chomping at the bit for those days when it warms up enough that I know it's okay to get started cleaning up the garden. Last fall, when I should have been cleaning it up, I was inside working on that one-room challenge room. I didn't get my Dahlia tubers dug up, so I'm having to start from scratch with that, which just kind of makes me sick. I didn't get my garlic planted, and I also didn't get my gardens as cleaned up as I would like them to be. So I'm going to end up starting out this season with a lot of work to do before we can even think about putting plants in the ground. Um, however, given that setback, my work on my one-room challenge gave me the opportunity to start growing my seeds inside, which will be not only fulfilling, but it will also save me hundreds of dollars in plants that I typically buy in the spring. I've also taken the time to map out all my seed germination days on a calendar so I know exactly when I should start all my seeds. And as silly as it sounds, I've already had my lights on. <laughs> I already have my, my growing lights on a timer, and I'm really enjoying the glow that it gives in my office, even with no plants under it yet. But they'll be there soon. So if you are a gardener or are interested in starting to garden, I have a lot of blog posts that might help you. I have posts about planting gardens, what plants work well together with other plants. I have gardening tips and tricks. And like I mentioned before, I think it's in one of my blog posts that's called Five Tips from the Garden Bench. Um, the tip about the zucchinis growing vertically in the tomato cage. And I will be sure to post all that in the show notes. I also am going to write a post in on my blog to go along with this podcast so that you can see my little growth stand. And I will also link all of the products that I'm using to start my seeds. So if you're interested, you can get started too. 
I really want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you'll always know when there's a new podcast. If you like the podcast, I'd appreciate you giving it a five-star rating. And I'm so glad that you joined me today for this little tiny all about my gardens. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Living Large Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite platform so you'll be reminded when there's a new episode. Your positive likes and ratings and reviews are always appreciated as they will help this podcast to grow. You can find all the ways to follow Living Large in a Small House in the show notes.